the streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! Jeff Trenopal, and as always, I bring you sports from a West Side point of view, right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the undefeated University of Cincinnati Bearcats, the number two, second placed Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, by the way, the Bearcats basketball team is undefeated. Oh, by the way, the Xavier basketball team is undefeated, which I'm not a Xavier fan, but still, they're undefeated. That is awesome. I am so glad to be back. COVID sucks. Last week was terrible. Let's get this thing going. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,412 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, as always, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my YouTube channel, please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the bell for notification. 
and hit the bell for the subscription. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the chat crew on uh, the YouTube channel, we're doing super chats. So if you guys want to support what I'm doing or to make sure that I read your uh, comment, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Now I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. What's up, chat crew? I see you guys all blowing it up. I'm glad to be back. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was not awesome. It was terrible last week <laughs> being sick. Um, I was sick for like two weeks. Like For that, I was kind of sick. And then last week, it just knocked me for a loop, and I couldn't do anything. I was stuck in my house uh pretty much for two weeks uh then i got stuck in my room for about three days four days oh that was driving me nuts <laughs> but i'm back and i am ready to go the Bengals won the bearcats won this is awesome i am so excited let's get to some of the guys here in the group chat Royal flush terry welcome black welcome back orange and black silver and black <laughs> Rob says, who day? What's going on? Rob says, I've been working at this time every day for the past month or so. So I've been missing the stream, but definitely haven't missed the replays. I appreciate that, Rob. Appreciate that. Well, last week, there wasn't any streams to miss because I didn't do any. <laughs> I was sicky. Um, let's see here. Yes. Don't forget the Reds are in first place, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Terry. They're first place of nothing. <laughs> Steve, what's up? What's up? Doggy, what's going on? Iceman, don't worry. You're going to make the playoffs. We'll handle Bama for you. I, dude, you got to. You, you and They're starting to tick me off now because the some of these people are saying that, um, well, if, you know, Bama barely, you know, loses to, to Georgia by one touchdown or whatever, then, yeah, we might put a two-loss team. They've never put a two-loss team in. I don't give a crap. Alabama struggled against Arkansas. Why are they so much in love with Alabama? I don't understand. So, yes, Georgia, you guys need to take care of us and destroy Alabama. How good was it Saturday night that Oregon lost? I was going flipping nuts. That was so awesome. And then the Squealers lost last night. I'm like, yes. Dwayne said, yes, sir. I'm feeling so good. Glad the Squealers, Squealers lost last night. Now, I, now, I know a lot, not everybody likes Chris Collinsworth. As an announcer, I kind of enjoy him, but he was irritating me last night. You cannot kill the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm like, please shut the blankety blank up, Chris. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, they forgot to cover the tight end, and the Chargers got the got the win. So we are uh, in second place. Huge game coming up uh, this weekend uh, against the Squealers. I will be there. I cannot, and that's and that's one thing that's actually perfect. When I got COVID, um. The Bengals had a bye week, and they also were on the road. So I didn't miss any games as far as me going to them. So that made me happy. <laughs> if anything's going to make you happy about having COVID, that was it. So Bengals captain is supposed to be joining me on the show today. I sent him a link. I've texted him, and he has not responded. So it might just be me and you guys on a victory Monday. Steve, let's shed the notion that the Bengals offensive line sucks. Terrible narrative. Now, I'll, I'll give it to you this, Steve. The first half, I was not very happy with the offensive line of the Bengals. They did not look good. Joe was getting hit. 
and they couldn't run the ball. And I was like, dude, we, we got to spread them out and throw this thing. Now, to Zach Taylor's credit and the Bengals, they were right. I was wrong. They stuck with the run. Joe Mixon ended up running for 123 yards. The law averaging 4.1 yards to carry the longest run was 12, 20 yards, and he got two TDs in 30 attempts. Thank God they didn't listen to me. <laughs> and the good thing that I liked about the game with the Bengals on Sunday is Jackpot Joey Burrow did not have a good game. I didn't like that part, but I liked it that they won despite him. And that is the first time that I have seen the Bengals win when Joe Burrow wasn't the best player on the team, which he wasn't. He did not have a very good game yesterday. So that was a good thing moving forward with the Bengals that they can win even if Joe doesn't have a good game. And I didn't honestly didn't think that was possible. Cincinnati Bengals, I think this is tightest. <laughs> now I understand that Cincinnati's got that victory. What is a lot of questions about the offensive line did did not protect Joe Burrow, and I still got questions about Zach Taylor. Yes, Joe got hit a lot in the first half. Second half, they got a lot better. So and it was kind of funny because I, I think I heard that the tackles were worse than the interior line, which has been the exact opposite all year. You know, Kima Denji did, did really well. Q is awesome. I, I love Q. But the tackles, I, I think they, they struggled a little bit. But, hey, they won. A victory is a victory is a victory. I, anytime you win, it's a good thing for me. Rob, what's up? Yeah, so weak. You felt like you were dead. Oh, last week? Yeah, dude. I, it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, okay, I started getting like two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago, Tuesday, I started feeling you know, a little like I had a head cold or something. You know, it's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. I'll, I'll get over it. Um, so it kind of kept going. And then I took off work uh, Tuesday or no, excuse me, Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I went back Friday and I only made it until I don't know, a little after break and I was done. <laughs> I'm like, I have to go home and go to bed. So when I went to bed, I uh, woke up and I felt fine Friday. I felt fine Friday. I said, all right, I'll take, I'll, I have to work Saturday. I'll, tell you, I'll take Saturday off, and then, you know, that way I'll, I'll be nice and rested and I'm ready to go to start the week. Well, Friday felt pretty good. Saturday felt pretty good. Sunday slept all day. <laughs> Luckily, the Bengals weren't playing because I wouldn't watch the game. I was sleeping the whole time. Um, Monday felt even worse. And then my, that's when my lungs started getting tight. I'm like, I got to check this out, see what's going on. So that's when I went to the hospital, and uh, they've had tested positive for COVID, yada, yada, yada. Now, had to stay in the house forever. Dwayne, you're glad I'm feeling better. I'm glad I'm feeling better, too. It was horrendous. I hate, I hate being sick. I, I hate it. On to Pittsburgh. Exactly. That is the next thing. Blackthorn, Utah. Yeah, Utah helped. And the funny thing is, Utah helped the running back, Thomas the Tank, former Bearcat. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, I see. Quote a great. Hey, where you been at? That's I've been sick, brother. I'm glad you guys missed me. I missed you guys, too. Yes, Terry, I'm glad you brought this up. Lee Corso, I, dude, I love Lee Corso. He's pissing me off. So Lee Corso said the Bearcats don't deserve to be in the playoff regardless of what happens, crazy old man. Then, if Lee, if that's true, then it should just be the Power 5 Invitational. Why did, did none, the Power 5 schools just go play each other? Just go play each other if that's the way you feel about it. Just go play each other. Like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm like, 
Why, Mike, I don't understand why he said this like the last couple weeks. Ah, Cincinnati does not deserve to be in no matter what. I'm like, they're not a power five school. I'm like, that's never this whole power five thing just started when they started the, the, the playoff thing. It was never a thing before. I mean, no, the Bearcats never had a shot before. It's, well, you never know. That might have, who knows? But for Lee Corso to, to, to bring that, I'm just like, where where is that coming from? And what does that have to do with anything? I mean, what if your Central Florida Knights, what if they got a shot at this? I mean, you're a big Knight fan. You live down in Orlando. What, what if they had a shot at this? They don't deserve it either? Like, get out of here with that. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Crown, my girlfriend asked where you've been all week. <laughs> I've been, I was locked in my room. Not not a lot, a lot of fun. Not a lot of fun at all. Uh, let's see a Blackthorn. What's up? Not trying to be a downer, but I am the only one concerned with Burrow putting the ball on the ground three times. That is concerning. I, I, I wish he would get a little more efficient with the ball, you know, and, and. Oh, caps and Vegas still. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. That's why. <laughs> all right, cat. Well. Enjoy your time in Vegas. <laughs> so that's why he would not be on the show. Did not know that. So Cap will not be joining us. He's in Vegas still. And he was, if you got to see him and Jess, they, they were actually made on TV, which they always, I, I, every time he goes to a road game or every time Jim goes to a road game, they always make it on TV <laughs> every time. So anyway, uh, but yes, Joe Burrow uh, putting the ball on the ground three times. Yes, I, that is, that is a concern, but Luckily, it hasn't come to anything yet, uh, but he's got to get better at – Burrow needs to – when it comes to those things, he, I think a lot of times he holds on to the ball too much. He's trying to make too many things happen. And there's times where I'm yelling, I'm throwing the ball away. Get rid of it. And I, I just think he, he tries to make every play too much sometimes. Foxy, what's up? Wish the Bears would have finished off the rapper just – dude, I like, seriously, Foxy, when – Andy Dalton was coming in. I'm like, oh, it's on. Oh, it's on. I said, he owns Ratbirds. And first play, he threw, you know, got a, a touchdown, and then nothing happened after that. But, yeah, I was kind of hoping so. Uh, let's see here. Blackthorn, our offense uh, scored 32, but they didn't look great for most of it. Now, it's a t- Blackthorn is a t- tale of two halves, and that's one thing I'll get, I have been giving Zach Taylor credit for this. He – makes second half adjustments and yes first half they didn't do anything look thank god for money mick evan mcpherson if it wasn't for him we wouldn't have won that game he hit what 350 yard field goals that's unbelievable that that right there is if anybody ever says picking a kicker in the fifth round is not worth it you are crazier than hell when it comes to to uh money mick he is ridiculously good he kept us in the game and then zach taylor and brad callahan made adjustments in the second half and they kept running. They kept pounding the ball because I kept wanting to go deep. The, the way the Raiders were, were defending it, they wouldn't let them. So that's why it's a lot of underneath stuff. And that's why Joe Mixon getting 30 attempts and 123 yards was huge. And they kept pounding it, kept pounding it, kept pounding it. Like there's so many times in a Bengals pass where we have given up on the run. How many times have we given up? They didn't give up on it. And because they didn't give up on it, they won. So – Yes, the offense didn't look great. It looked good enough to win. And 
sometimes that's that's good enough. You 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 need to win ugly. You just need to win. It's the NFL. It ain't style points. You know, this ain't college. It's not style points. You just gotta win. All right, Steve. <coughs> Excuse me. Zach said in the locker room video that I kept telling them that it might be ugly early, but the dam would eventually break spring in the running game. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is they kept doing it. They kept sticking with it. They kept sticking with it. How? And I've never seen this play before that I can remember. A fake um, th- what, throwback. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the, the name of it right. But, you know, we're, we're mixing grab the middle and then fake throwing it back to, to Burrow and then took off. And if Vegas, the lost Vegas Raiders, they had this nice, really tremendous stadium and terrible turf. I mean, if they had actual turf, Mixon might have broke that one. Because he would, he took made a cut and a chunk of grass about this big shot out from his foot. Their 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 graph their turf was terrible. But I've never seen anybody a flea flicker. That's what I'm looking for. Fake a flea flicker before. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. And it was a great play. Uh, let's see your say. Yep, good game. You see, yep. Is you see going to win tonight? Tonight they're playing Illinois. I am crown. I. I've been dying to talk about the basketball team because I've got a chance to talk about it. I watched every game. I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Uh, I did get to talk about it a little bit with, with Alex uh, Meacham last week or a week before that. I haven't seen them come out. And then we're not playing any juggernauts. I mean, Illinois is going to be a good team. I, I think they can win. But I am really liking – I keep talking about the defense, the way – they're playing defense, the way they're switching, the way they're – it looks like Bearcat defense. We're not letting people drive down the middle of the lane. We're picking them up about half court. Our offense is looking really well. We finally we're, – we're the bullies on the block again. We're, we got the big guys, you know, inside swatting shots, not letting any – get up any, any easy layups. That's Bearcat basketball, and I love it. And for West Miller to get these kids who have never played together to play as good as they are right now, I think it's a, a testament to him and how good a coach he is. I'm very excited about the way the Bearcats play. Because that wasn't, I mean, I was kind of like, eh, we'll, we'll see what happens. West Miller's first year, you know, we got a whole bunch of new guys coming in. I have no idea. I mean, we've had the Brandon, Brandon years, last two years, where we struggled offensively and, def- and defensively a lot. We haven't really struggled in any aspect. I mean, Granted, like I said, we haven't had the greatest competition. I understand that. But years before this, uh, even when Mick was was coaching, we didn't have the we didn't go against the greatest competition at the beginning. And I've seen our team struggle. I haven't seen us really struggle at all. Not for like long stretches of, of time. They figure it out. So yes, I think UC's gonna win tonight, but I'm I'm very excited about, uh, about the Bearcat basketball team. Yes, Terry. De- McPherson definitely deserved a game ball for sure yesterday. That is for sure. Uh, Foxy, what do you got here? Uh, no, I think McPherson was 350-plus yards fuels. Was he? I, I have no idea. Uh, Jacob, what's up? Great game yesterday. Exactly. And Thorne says, I thought it was 450-plus. Ah, Foxy says, no, just three. I don't know. You guys have your own conversation. I have no idea. 
Uh, you were talking about Dwayne. You're talking about Chris Collinsworth. What did you say about Chris Collinsworth? Did I miss that? Uh, I must have missed that. I, Chris Collinsworth, like I said, he was irritating me last night with uh, with uh, you can't put the uh, Steelers away. Like, uh, but they did. Steve, what's up? Okay, dudes, a two-loss Alabama or OSU would crush UC. Until there's eight teams, the playoff committee will follow the money. I'm I'm believing less and less that. I, I think they're going to give UC a shot. because look, If they're not four tomorrow night, I'll be shocked. Which, okay, say they put Michigan up there. Who cares? Michigan and Ohio State are going to play each other. One of them's going to lose. Probably Michigan. You know, and then if UC beats East Carolina, they have to put them in. I mean, they've they've they haven't moved them. They moved them up, and we haven't played a complete game. Saturday was the most complete game they've played since probably the Notre Dame game. So that's where I'm like, I think they're going to put them at four. I don't think they have a choice. I mean, that's just me, you know, but. And do you think Alabama and OSU will crush them? Have you seen UC's defense? And this is where I will say that UC has a chance. We're not getting crushed by anybody. I've said this before. We have NFL talent on our team. We have two NFL starting cornerbacks. We have an NFL quarterback. We have an NFL running back. We have NFL linebackers on our on our team. We have probably, I think, at least seven guys that are going to play on Sunday. In this team, on this team right now, I didn't say they're all getting drafted, but we're getting a couple first rounders, a couple second rounds, and guys are just going to make the team that are undrafted. We got players, so I, I, I'm going to stand on this hill. You know, ain't no team crushing us. I'll put it to you this way, and Georgia fans will, should back me up. Yes, Georgia is playing awesome this year. They basically had the same defense they had last year. It took them a 56 yard field goal to beat us last year. Against our defense. Okay, so our defense is still the same as it was last year. It's improved. Their defense is the same as it was last year. It's improved. Nobody's crushing us. Nobody. I, I don't care. I don't. I, you can't prove me otherwise that nobody's going, that we're going to get destroyed. Our defense is too good to get destroyed. Foxy gave me a five-hour super chat. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you was talking about Joe not being player of the game. So I was talking about McPherson with his 33 plus 50 yard field goals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Well, Joe didn't have a very good game. I mean, I, I look, Evan Money Mick kept them in that game. Uh, he totally kept if that is such a weapon. I mean, we have a guy, if you get across the 50 50 yard line, defense got to go, "Oh crap, they can score." <laughs> Cuz we can. And, and it's not out of the realm of possibility that, you know, oh, maybe this one. No, they that dude could kick it. So, I mean, it was – the funny thing was he kicked the 50-yarders and then he, he missed, what, the extra point? <laughs> like, that's the one you missed? But, I mean, hey, if you're going to miss one, that's the one I'm glad you missed. But thanks for the uh, $5 Super Chat, Foxy. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's get to some more here. Uh, okay, there you go. Terry, what's up? Since I Bengals still haven't hit their full stride. No, they haven't. On both sides of the ball, especially offense. If they're going to win this division, they need to do so now. A, a lot of, uh, to me, and I was noticing this last night, Terry, when I was watching 
the Chargers game and the Squealers. If our offensive line can ever get to be consistent and keep Joe clean on a very consistent basis, kind of like the Chargers offensive line is with, with Sherbert, that's when I think our offense is going to get more consistent. I think we're close. I, I think they're getting there. Um, but I think that's the thing. Because if you look, to me, the offensive line was two different halves. The first half, they didn't play very good. Second half, they played really well, and you saw what happened. That's, to me, once the offensive line, I'm saying once, gets consistent, consistently be able to protect Joe Burrow, because I mean, he got hit a lot in that first half. You can keep him consistently upright. This offense is going to click. And until that happens, I think this offense is going to struggle. Now, how huge was the defense yesterday when Burrow turned the ball over and they held the Ravens to three points and not a touchdown? That That's the, the defense that we've seen all year. The bend don't break. And that's exactly what they did. And that is a huge, huge stop for the Bengals. It kept it kept them in the game. I mean, it did. There, there, there were things that happened there. Ed McPherson kept us in the game, and the defense kept us in the game for the beginning beginning of the game. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Ceiling cat. I think you're new. What's going on? Uh, yeah, the field goal looked like those games at Wembley Stadium. Oh, the field. Sorry, looked like those games at Wembley Stadium. Soft turf and no deep roots. No, it was terrible. That that I saw a couple of times where our guys slipped out, and they they need to fix that. I mean, if you guys remember, remember uh, Paul Brown Stadium when it first opened up, our that turf was terrible. What they do, they went and got field turf. That's what I think they need to do there in Lost Vegas, which they're Lost Vegas because they lost. I know I'm gonna keep saying that. Chris, what's up? Can anyone see what Zach Taylor is doing? I don't understand the hate for the man. I don't really think there's a lot. I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot of hate, to be honest. I, I could totally see the game plan yesterday. And the thing was, the game plan yesterday, if, if you listen to Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor in the uh, press conferences, they were the same person. They said exactly the same thing. They were on the same page. That's pretty good. You get your head coach and your quarterback on the exact same page. I mean, it wasn't rehearsed. They pretty much answered the questions the same way they did everything else. So, like I said, the first half, trust me, I was going, dude, we got to stop running the ball because <laughs> we can't. Uh, I mean, Mixon was getting hit in the backfield, but they stuck with it. And good teams do that. And the other thing that I'm really loving about the Bengals, too, is how penalty-free they are. We were one of the least penalized teams in all of football. That, 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 that comes from good coaching. I mean, I'm sorry, that does. That comes from good coaching and guys doing their job. That's another thing that winning teams do. Let's see here. Uh, hey, Orange and Black, inside our podcast. What's up? Glad you're feeling better, Ice Man. Yes, thank you. I'm feeling much better. It was hot, oh, dude. <laughs> like I said, being stuck in my room for what three days, four days, however long it was. Oh, I was going stir crazy, man. Uh, I, I, I don't. I'm not very good patient, so shout out to Mrs. Ice for taking care of me, which, I mean, she would, you know, we open the door, and she'd put food down and leave, and, you know, we were six feet apart and blah, blah, 
but oh my goodness <laughs> it was it was not not much fun thanks chris i speak the truth i try i try it all right terry Six wins this season is equal to the six total wins over the past two seasons. I think it's safe to say that Zach is getting an extension. Oh, yeah. I think so. I mean, now the guy, actually, I haven't seen Crip on here. Where's Crip Keeper? Because he's the one that keeps wanting to know when, when Zach's getting fired. <laughs> I haven't seen Crip. I don't know. Maybe I haven't been on for a week. A week he doesn't know I'm on. All right. Uh, crowd, do you need to worry about UC football? coach leaving for florida i don't know i i i had this conversation with a couple of kentucky friends because they they keep every time any job comes up oh luke's leaving who luke's leaving. i don't know <laughs> I, I i'm at, at this point I'm like i just want to enjoy luke for the time he's here i want to enjoy this i want to enjoy hope of being ranked number four i want to enjoy getting in the to the playoffs I want to enjoy at least having a New Year's Six Bowl. If he leaves, he leaves. I, I my point is this, and, and it would be purely money. This would be the only reason you would leave Cincinnati right now to go anywhere else, because Cincinnati is about to go into a Power Five school or five, Power Five conference. They're going to go to the Big Twelve. If Luke can go in there and dominate the Big Twelve, like he's done the last two years here in the American, he has a direct shot to the playoffs every freaking year. You go to SEC, you don't have that. I don't care if you could recruit the whole state of Florida. I don't care if you go to LSU, you can recruit the whole state of Louisiana. There's a lot of a lot of really good programs in the SEC. If you want to win championships and you, you know, and not have to like Let's look at Dan Mullen. He he lost his job because of a six-week stretch where they sucked. Other than that, he, he was a really good coach for Florida. You look at stay here at Cincinnati. Yes, he's not making, as, as uh, Joe Damon said last night, grandkids money yet, but it could happen, you know, eventually. I don't know why he'd leave. I mean, I understand the one that Florida doesn't really scare me. The one that scares me, I'll tell you this, is if Ryan Kelly for some reason leaves and goes to USC, and that Notre Dame job is open. That scares me. Florida doesn't really. I don't. I don't see him going to Florida. I mean, he could. I, I don't know. But I'm trying. Like I said, I'm trying not to worry about it. Because if he leaves, he leaves. You know. I mean, everybody's left. I mean, Kelly left. Antonio left. Butch Jones left. I mean, they all left. That God told me to, we made Tommy Taylorville leave. <laughs> you know. So it's just I, I want to enjoy this because we had Brian Kelly. It was so short. It went so, by so fast, and I didn't get a chance to enjoy it as much as I should have. And that's what I'm trying to do this, this time. So I'm not trying to think about it. If he leaves, he leaves. I just don't really think Florida is the place he's going to go. But we'll see. Paul, 350-plus field goals and tie an NFL record. Did it? I haven't heard if it did or not. I don't know. Blackthorn, I think we need to become a ground and pound team first with a lot of looks to CJ and use the pull, use that to pull out Chase Boyd and T on the other teams. 
yeah, but if if you're that's a great idea. But if you're not being able to block them and Mixon has to make cuts in the backfield the whole game, it's not gonna work. You know, that that's the thing. Luckily they made adjustments and it worked. Um unfortunately with the inconsistency of this offensive line, I it depend it just depends on what they're doing good that day, I, I guess, you know. So and the amount of weapons on this team, it's there's too many things for people to cover to just, you know, I think I think we do have to run it, but even if they ran it yesterday, the deep ball still wasn't there. They weren't letting him do that, you know. That's the reason the dink and dunk was under under a lot of underneath stuff. Was there. That's the way the defense played, no matter what the Bengals did. So I understand what you're saying, but I think the offensive line has to get more consistent for that to to happen. Plus, sometimes the defense dictates what the offense can do. Daddy, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. This game felt like the Raiders just didn't want to play. Ah. I don't know if they did. I don't. I don't think they didn't want to play. I don't understand their their offensive philosophy, their offensive playbook. Because I mean, they. I think they threw the wide receivers like three times. I'm not really sure what that philosophy was. Um, I think they wanted to play. I, I think their their concept of how to attack the Bengals defense didn't work. And to me, that's on the coaches. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. John, these next three games are huge. Absolutely. I mean, this next three games are the season. You got the Squealers. You got the, uh, uh, the Chargers. And then this is the Ratbirds, I think. I think that's who it is. Yeah, they're, they're, those are huge. It's a gauntlet. It's, it's not going to be easy. But the thing is, I'm not scared. I think we can win all of them. Are we going to? No idea. But, you know, I I think they can win them. We'll see. Chris, Nebraska native here. What's up? Fan of the Bengals since I've been three years old. I am also a Husker fan. I followed Zach Taylor since he was a QB. He was not. He was one, if not the smartest QBs I've seen. The football pedigree in his arsenal is endless. I see lots of hate on Twitter and Facebook for him. That's just because people don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> Chris, I mean, to be honest, that, that's just people because some people just don't like Zach Taylor because of the first uh, two years. You know, they just don't like him. No matter what he does, they're not going to like him. I mean, I'll put it to you this way, and I agree with with with, with the, the offensive arsenal and, and, and the evaluation of talent. This is one thing that I got from Dan Orlowski on the uh, uh, UC game Saturday night. Now, as most of you remember, uh, maybe you don't, but Zach was the offense coordinator here at University of Cincinnati, Tommy Taylor's last year. Zach Taylor's the reason Desmond Ritter came to Cincinnati. Whatever camp they were at, Zach said, whoever they were, he said he he didn't care about the rest of the guys. He saw Desmond. He, go, he goes, I want as much tape on that kid as I can get. And that's the reason Desmond came to Cincinnati. Because of Zach Taylor. That right there tells you Zach knows talent and Zach knows what he's talking about. 
Like, like, like I've said before, when I was defending Zach last year's, if you don't have talent, it's hard to win. <laughs> you know, you got to have talent to win. You have to. You know, the coach can only do so much. I mean, look at Bill Belichick. He didn't have the talent last year. He's got it this year, and he's the greatest coach ever. You don't have the talent. I don't give a crap who the coach is. You got to have talent. And Zach is the Bengals are, are are more talented now than they ever have been in the whole time Zach's been here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there we got that one. Uh, Natty Zach is not a good good play caller, but he's a better head coach. Everybody keeps you. I I think he's a fine he's he's fine play caller. I I, I don't know. I I don't I don't know why people say that. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, yes, every single play call do I agree with? No, but most most of them, yeah. Now, like I said, I didn't agree with the keep trying to run the ball, but he kept with it and it worked. That's where I'm like. That's pretty good play calling. That's stubborn. That that's knowing this is going to work. You just have to keep doing it. And then, like you said, the damn funny broke. So I, I, everybody keeps saying he's a bad play caller. I don't. I don't agree with that. To be honest. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Terry. Those those jet sweeps of Jack's Zach's offense have been used a little less. Yeah, they did get rid of the jet sweeps. I'm not a big fan of those. If it worked once, but teams have figured out we use them a lot when one of our wide receivers gets don't get enough touches during the game yeah yeah those those uh those zach those uh jet sweeps can go away i i, like I, said, I don't agree with everything he does but people keep want to take the play calling away or i've heard this in a while and give it to callahan when does callahan call plays i mean they both kind of work together hand in hand and i don't really think brian callahan is going to call any anything any different than zach does i really don't tim what's going on happy thanksgiving jeff how about those Bengals and bearcats Dude, how about being the Cincinnati fan right now? How much fun is that? I'm enjoying the crap out of this because I mean, I've been a, obviously been a Cincinnati fan my entire life. I don't remember a time where every team that I'm rooting for in the time of you know the, the season when the, the games are going on, meaning the Bengals and Bearcats, football and basketball, are winning. <laughs> They're all winning. I'm like. I'm not sure what to do with myself because I'm like, this is awesome. As as Lance McAllister says, I love winning. It is so much fun. <laughs> like sometimes I'm just like I'm pinching myself. Like seriously, is this this my Bengals? This is my Bearcats? Like what is going on here? It's it's awesome. I I love it. Terry, with the colder weather conditions, running the ball will be more the Cincinnati Bengals formula from here on out. That is the AFC North in a nutshell right there. And, yes, I, I think they will. Like I said, you got to get consistency from that offensive line. That offensive line needs to play like it did the second half all the time, if it could. That would help out a lot. Natty, there's so much talent on this offense, the team has to score more points. Again, Natty, I agree with you, but again, I think the consistency is going to come once the offensive line gets more consistent. I really do think that has a lot to do with the inconsistency of the offense, the offensive line. I mean, if Joe is getting hit a lot, if there isn't a lot of holes to run through, which in the first half yesterday, that's exactly what happened. You know, the offensive line was not consistent. The second half, they were. 
this offensive line can ever get consistent. I think they're getting there. They're getting better. I think Trey Henderson is uh, uh, Trey Hopkins is getting healthy, healthier. I mean, he's never going to be completely 100% healthy this year. He's not. He had an ACL. Quentin Spain is playing better. I think Akeem Adenogy is playing better. They're they're getting there. But everybody wants this big juggernaut offense. You got to have a consistent offensive line. That's my two cents. Blackthorn, I think running a lot is a good way to teach the O-line to be better. Yeah. Well, that uh, if you talk to any offensive lineman, they would rather run block than pass block any day. Ken, what's up? I wish the OC called the plays from the box, but that's just me. Well, Brian Callahan is up in the box. And, and the thing is, and that's what people don't realize, that Brian, it's not, it's not Zach Taylor way or the highway. Him and Callahan communicate back and forth. So, I mean, and they both could talk to Joe. So, it, sometimes it might be Callahan calling it. Who knows? But they're in agreement with what they're doing. So, that's where I kind of actually like it. You got Callahan who's up in the box. You got uh, Zach who's down below. So, they can both see two different angles. What did you see from there? What you, you know, I actually like like that format, to be honest. I think it's a good way to, to do it. John Wick, the players love Zach. Yes, they do. Uh, Tim, Sam Hubbard for Defensive Player of the Week. Who knows? What we'll to find out if that comes out, we'll have to uh, definitely go and uh, vote for him. Ken. Glad they got Mixon the touches. He needs to show off what he can do running the ball. Exactly. He's a, such an underrated running back. It is ridiculous. Crown. Off subject, but how about the Ohio State offense? They, they were ridiculous. <laughs> they, I did not see them completely blowing out Michigan State. Now, Michigan State's secondary isn't that good? I didn't think it was that bad. And, and people are like, oh, that's why this is why Ohio State will blow out UC. No, we have Kobe Bryant and we have Sauce Gardner. Two guys that are way better than anybody in the secondary for Michigan State. Way better. Not even close. They're not even on the same playing field as Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant. Now, I know they got three of them. Our secondary can keep up with them. Not saying we're going to win if we play Ohio State. I don't know. I'm just saying we're not getting blown out. We're not. We're not getting blown out. So what I said last year gets shorter. We we might lose. We ain't getting blown out. And it ain't happening again this year. We're not getting blown out no matter who we play. Our defense is too good. Uh, let's see here. Brandon, what's up? It seems like to me that they got back to their identity. Their first seven games when they went five and two, they played good D and ran the ball a lot. The run game is married to the married with the D. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with that. The thing is, they stuck with it, you know? That, that's that's the biggest thing to me is they stuck with the running game. They didn't give up because I wanted them to give it up. I wanted them to spread it out and throw the ball. That's what I wanted, wanted them to do. Like I said, what do I know? <laughs> I was wrong. They were right. Uh, good job targeting Samuel. So good job targeting Tyler Boyd more often. Yeah. And that's that was a good thing. And that's that's the thing I've said too is once they they start trying to take Chase away, that's when Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins start coming open underneath. I wish T would have got a little more. I'm still waiting for him to have a breakout game. 
Yeah, but Tyler Boyd, I was there's so many times I'm like over the middle, third down, go across the middle. There's T, there's T, go get it to him. You know, and that that's the thing. It's like every like the offense is, is great, which it is. You take this away, well, we got this. You take this away, well, we got this. And that's where we're getting into that. And I took I'm surprised it took so long for defenses to try to take Chase away. <laughs> like, damn, it took half the season for them to actually start doing it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Um, Ken, we've got two grinders at running back. They just got to give them a chance or give them the carries and that will open up everything else. Yeah. And I like to also get to seeing Chris Evans. I want Chris Evans to get some more touches. I guess there's so many guys on his team. It's ridiculous. Chris, man, the city and the fans deserve it. We have to have the thickest skin of any any fan base. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. I mean, just win, baby. I I, I it's it's has not been always fun being a Bengals fan. I will tell you that. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're a Bengals fan? Like, why? I'm like, because they're awesome and I love the Bengals. Shut up. <laughs> uh Sammy, be grateful for winning and just enjoy the experience. Exactly. Terry, this weekend is an all AFC North battle at home. Teams have yet to win at home in these divisional battles, and this has to change now. Yes, because Cincinnati needs to win. We need the first one in the AFC North to win at home. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> um, Cincinnati Bengals, like I, said, I think this is Titus. I said the same thing to my friend. Don't nobody want to face in the cold at Paul Brown Stadium, especially. I don't know if you played the Chargers here or at their place. We are playing the Chargers here, and they're going down. Uh, Natty, does the Steelers game worry you? No, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, they're playing better, but we've already proven how, how to beat them. So, no, and we beat them in Pittsburgh. So, as long as we can do the same game game plan or something close, yeah, I think we can win. Is it going to be easy? No. Of course, it ain't going to be easy. But I think we can win. No, like I said, nobody scares me. I mean, to be honest, we got a gauntlet. None of those teams scare me. I think we can win all of them. Are we going to? I have no idea. But I think we have a chance to win all of them. I think we are talented enough to win them. I think – we're playing good enough to win them. I said, will we? Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, they don't scare me. And I, how fun is that? I, I, I like that. <laughs> I like not being scared about it. John, the next two games are going to be super, super tough. Let's get these wins. Who day? See you at the game Sunday. Still need to drink a beer with you. Fingers crossed. No rain. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, John. Yeah, you have to hook me up. I'll, I... Like I said, I am, I always start at the Jackpot Joey one. Then I go down to the Beggars Bomb Squad. Then I go to my boy, the fan of the year, Bengal Jim. Go down there and hang out with him. So I'm around. Terry, one penalty on the road is definitely a plus. Also, Burrow threw zero interceptions yesterday. Both huge factors in going forward. Terry, and I don't, the thing is, them, Playing 
flag free football is huge because there's so many. I mean, they're not like other than the Jets game. What game have we been like? Oh man, we just played like crap. Even again, well, I'll take that Browns game. <laughs> take that. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way: the Browns game they played like crap. That's the only game. The Jets game they, I think they played pretty. They should have won that game. I, I start this ever. The Browns game is the only one where they've played terrible. I don't think they're ever in that game. But for the most part, they've been in every single game, and they've a lot of them played mistake-free football, and a lot of it comes down to who's the healthiest and who makes the least amount of mistakes. I mean, that's simple as it comes down to it. And the Bengals have have been great at both of those. Chris, do you think? Oh, excuse me. Who do you think is going to be the highest drafted from the Bearcats? Um. That's that's tricky. It depends on how the draft goes and how good Desmond Ritter does in the draft process. I think Desmond Ritter is going to be the second quarterback drafted. I think, and I, I, I'm praying this doesn't happen, but I could completely see the Squealers freaking drafting him. I could totally see it, and I hope to God they don't. Um, I think it's either going to be Desmond or Sauce. I think it's going to be Desmond because he's a quarterback. Um, I could be wrong, but I think Desmond is going to be the second quarterback quarterback taken in this year's draft. And I, you know, and it's good for him. It's because it, he could be later, and that means he could go to a team that isn't awful, but needs a quarterback. You know, like Russell Wilson, the CLCX weren't awful, but they got Russell Wilson. That's somewhere where Desmond can go. So I think Desmond's going to be the first one. It's either going to be Desmond or it's going to be Sauce, I think, my opinion. Natty, Jeff, you might be right. Zach and the inconsistency of the offense coming from the line. I really do think that, Natty. And if whenever they get consistent, I think that's going to open up a lot because, I mean, if you can consistently blow open holes, you see what, what Joe Mixon can do. If you can consistently keep Joe upright, you can see what he can do. That's the thing. Once that happens, then it's going to set everything else up. That's been what they're working toward getting, getting to. Tom, Bengals lose one more game. One more game this before the playoffs to Casey, and it's going to wake us before the playoffs, finger crossed. The what? <laughs> the Bengals lose one more game. This before the playoffs to Casey, and it's going to wake us before the play. I don't have no clue what you're trying to say, Tom. There, I tried. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know what that what you're trying to say there. Coleman, my friend, what's up? Anyone else think we might get a buy in the playoffs? Uh, the only way that's going to happen is we got to win the division. Um, and yes, it's all there. I mean, everything is in front of the Bengals. All they got to do is go out and take care of business. They got there to take care of business. They can get back to being the number one seed in the AFC. It's all right there. Um, but still, yes, they have a chance. Well, they get no clue. But you can't. All you can do is ask to be able to have your fate in your own hands. And the Bengals have their fate in their own hands. Uh, a couple more. I'm going to get the heck on out of here because Bearcats about to start playing. 
Uh, Rock, what's up? My man, Rocky. Hey, Rocky. UC's defense can keep up with any of the top five teams. Exactly. And that's where I'm like, we ain't getting blown out. But there is no way we are getting blown out. You know? All right, guys. Let's see here. A couple more. Oh, you said you can see the Texans drafting Ritter. I hope you don't go to the Texans. I don't like where the Texans are at. But let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, man. I appreciate every single one of them. I'll try to get some more comments here in a little bit. Um, they are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, Cincinnati Reds, Rounding Third, Heading for Home, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. They can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. So if you missed any of it, you can check it out on the podcast or you can rewatch it on YouTube. It's on B-Pod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. All right, let's get to a couple more here, and I think I'm going to get on out of here. Samuel, if I were Desmond, I would want to be on a great team, even if I was drafted late. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes, because it could work out better for him in the long run. And Desmond Ritter is going to get better. I mean, he's got a howitzer for an arm. Once he gets... His accuracy more consistent, which he's been more consistent this year than he has in past year. He still misses some. I'm like, oh, he's going to be a legit NFL QB. I mean, he is a legit NFL QB. So whoever gets him, I hope they don't screw him up. That's what, that's, And I hope he doesn't go to the Squealers, <laughs> even though that might be a good spot for him as far as his career goes. I would just hate because I have to root against him. Um. But yeah, Texans, I could see that. I could see Detroit. Um, who else would be a good one to go to? Because if somebody needs a, I like, I like it to be a team that's, you know, Detroit is pretty far away. Texans are pretty far away. I don't know. I, I, I hope he goes somewhere where he can, he can do really well. All right, let's see here. Terry, the Bleacher Report mock draft has Ritter going, yeah, to the Steelers, this would be a nightmare for Desmond. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that too. And uh, <laughs> speaking of um, mock drafts and um, uh, blah, 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 um, draft reports, uh, the full 10 yards podcast, they are going to be coming out with their own draft guide here. And uh, my, my boy Kieran has been working his butt off on it to try to, to get it put together. So once I get the details and the information of when it's coming out, and how much it is, and yada, yada, yada. I will definitely give you guys the info. But uh, make sure you guys check that out. And like I said, check out the guys at Full 10 Yards. They're they're English, but they know what they're talking about. So anyway, it is about 525. Like I said, let's get the heck on out of here. YouTubers, I'm at 1,412 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. And as my boy, Jeremy. You know, I got to say it. Dimebag D's Nuts likes to say, you remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day?
Let's go watch some Bearcat basketball. Maybe it'll be 5-0. and It's going to be fun. It starts here in about four minutes. I, I like Wes Miller. I really do like Wes Miller. I'm, I'm thinking we got ourselves a really good coach. And I need to find a Cincinnati girl and get married. We start having some Cincinnati kids, so he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> we'll see. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Oh,